I should just save a, a bunch of audio of you laughing from episodes so that I can splice it in so that it makes, <laughs> makes it seem After like all, all my, your jokes, all my jokes yeah. hit. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. That's probably a good idea. Howdy, it's Wednesday, September 7th, 2022, and this is episode 182 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? School finally starts tomorrow for the kids. I am so ready to get them out of the house. That drop-off is going to come straight home, pop a bottle of champagne. Going to be magical? It's going to be amazing. So you're actually just going to get to come home and sit in an empty house? Not going to go into the city? No. Because then they don't have aftercare. There's no aftercare yet. Oh, I see. So there's no point in going in and then leaving at 2 o'clock. The whole system is, is ridiculous. But we deal with it. Yeah, actually, my son had aftercare on the first day of school. What? So was good. That must be nice. It is. That's when you think of Prince George's County, you think of A-plus governance. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you lived it, so. I did for a long time. I mean, it's no Atlantic City. In that, in those terms, it's yeah, it's not as far off as as you may believe. But anyway, <laughs> 1882, electricity came to AC. It was in the form of a streetlight in front of Coonley's Hall at Atlantic and South Carolina Avenues, which we looked up before the show, which is where Stilettos is now. So <laughs> yes, you should immediately, if anybody's listening to this podcast, you should immediately know yeah. where that is. Just south of resorts. Is that where the girls are? Where the girls are. Yes. With girls, I think, in quotes. Yes. I yes. think the whole thing's in quotes. Where the uh, girls maybe. are, I think. Uh, I don't know. Quotes for emphasis. <laughs> yeah. So the history thing seemed to make this like a bigger deal. And then there was like one streetlight. That doesn't yeah. seem like the biggest deal to me. But I don't know. Maybe I'm hard to impress. It would be in front of the Commodore's Hotel, right? Of course, yeah. It would have to be. Because you have to lure, lure those young girls in. <laughs> That's right. With your streetlight. With your streetlight. <laughs> To be clear, that was a different Commodore. They did not call him Commodore Coonley mm, in the show. Yes. Just like Nucky Johnson was absolutely not depicted in the show at all. Yes. It was Nucky Thompson. Right. But uh, I've never heard anything in the history of the Commodore actually indicating that he had a penchant for extremely underage girls. No. So I don't want to, you know, get sued by his estate. <laughs> yeah, that's mm. how the podcast ends. That's, that's the most unlikely ending. So the second pier opened, Howard's Pier. It only made it until 1889, which is it's a good run, seven years. So it's six years longer than the previously mentioned West Jersey Pier. Yeah. So do we know where Howard's Pier was? We don't. No one knows. I tried to find it. Nothing. Well, again, when you search for Howard's Pier, the only thing that comes up is that Atlantic City Experience listing all the piers. So yeah. Howard did not make a big impact on the city, I would say. Except, I mean, seven years for the pier? It's pretty good. It feels like a decent amount of time. Like if a Broadway show runs for seven years, yeah, it's great. And, you know, it's a pier. We know about the boardwalk. Things burn down. Things wash into the ocean. Seems fine. Yeah. So what happened in 1982? There were no new casinos. So for the last four years, we've talked about all sorts of new casinos, but none opened in 1982. So Atlantic City had nine casinos at this point. Should sound perfectly familiar. Surely... Mm -hmm. those nine casinos have existed now for 40 years and it's the same nine it's casinos the same nine yeah much like right. the you know original six in the nhl there was never teams before that that left anyways all the hockey fans get it so that's not, no no casinos 
surprising because it's such a gangbusters rush to open casinos from 78 to 81. The other thing is that Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska album was released. Which makes sense. World famous Nebraska singer, Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) Well known. (laughs) Especially around your parts. Yes, everybody here knows that Bruce Springsteen and Nebraska go hand in hand. It included the song Atlantic City. I'm assuming you've heard this song. Oh, I'm I'm familiar with Atlantic City. Have you seen the video? No. It's just depressing black and white footage of dilapidated Atlantic City. Seems seems right. It seems like what the song's about. Yeah, I mean, the song's about, like, you, you know, couples go into Atlantic City, the husband's taking a job with the mob to, I don't know, pay off his debts or whatever. He's probably going to die. And it's bad. I do not like the song at all. It's not good. I have to say, I'm also not a big Bruce Springsteen fan. He's not my favorite either. And I know people who are huge Bruce Springsteen fans. I mean, you do live in New Jersey? Correct. And I was saying to one of them that I think it's possible that I'm just a hater because I do really like Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes, which is entirely related to Bruce Springsteen. Like, Springsteen just plucks people from the Asbury Jukes all the time to be in the E Street Band. And so it seems weird to like one and not the other. Back to Atlantic City, the song. <laughs> I, I have no comment because I'm not familiar with the other band. So They play at uh, Hard Rock, I think, semi-regularly. Mm. I saw like a 12-year-old kid in a Southside Johnny shirt the other day at a playground, and I was like, what? If I went to a Southside Johnny show, I'd be the youngest person there by 20 years. Anyways, the band, the Canadian-American band, formed in Ontario in like the 50s. They were around forever. <laughs> one of the original six shortly yes one of the original six bands that's why they were allowed to be was, called the band that's right <laughs> covered atlantic city in their 1993 album jericho and if you are in atlantic city and you hear this song it is probably the band version because it's much more upbeat it's certainly played a lot on the boardwalk from yes. the billboards or whatever they are the tvs yeah and that is the band version If you listen to the Atlantic City Report on The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano, he also uses the band version as his intro to that. So if you need a song titled Atlantic City for your Spotify Atlantic City playlist, please use the band version and not the Springsteen version, because nothing will make you want to go to Atlantic City less than the Springsteen version. That's not true. Something else you also hear on the boardwalk a lot from those things. ACjokes.com. Oh, ACjokes.com. man. Could you imagine if that was like, oh, that's the worst. Torture. If you had to like work at, I don't know, what's the pizza place that you said was so bad? The Joe Rock Cafe. Uh-huh. And you just had to hear that every 45 seconds. It is. I think legitimately every 90 seconds. It's so often. Yeah. I don't know how much they spend for that. We should Both look into often and awful. Doforawin.com. <laughs> to uh to add to this it can't be that expensive honestly how much money is ac jokes really paying for that probably not that much yeah we should look into it so that's the history. i mean i don't see any reason that the crda would be mad at us we've never stolen any of their copyrights for they don't know anything about us <laughs> and if anybody really loves the springsteen version i want to know about it hmm. if you just think the band version sucks i only want to hear the boss tell us at Duferwin on Twitter. Yeah. Buy a t-shirt at Duferwin.com. <laughs> that's, that's All right. Funny. Episode that's, over. That's Done. <laughs> so if you really like the Springsteen version, buy a 4XL t-shirt. <laughs> if you really like the band version, buy, a, buy an XL t-shirt. Yeah. It's like, like this tweet if you... Yeah, exactly. ...want this option, retweet if you prefer <laughs> this.
Incredible. It's a, good, it's a good strategy. No one will see through her plan. Through the roof. Engagement through the roof. <laughs> so there's a rumor. You're coming down to my part of town uh, on Saturday. Ooh, I like that rhyme. It's nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to an Orioles game. I'm taking the train Saturday, midday. Are you taking it from Moynihan Hall? And are you going to go to the lounge? No, I'm taking it from Newark. Ah, oh, come on, Greg. I gave you those yeah. lounge tickets and you have not used them? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to take it from Newark. I will use the path as my lounge. That's what I'll be sitting in, relaxing, listening to the band's version of Atlantic City. Ah, yes. In my wireless earbuds as I go to Newark. And then I'm going to get on the train and go to Baltimore. And I'm just going to hang out in Baltimore for like, I don't know, four hours until the Orioles game starts. And then after the Orioles game, since I asked if you wanted to go to the Orioles and you were like, nah, screw that. Yeah, pretty much. Spending whatever, $60 on an Orioles ticket is too much. Spending $60 on one hand of Pai Gao is a totally reasonable expenditure. <laughs> you got to treat it like going to a beer garden. Like you just sit outside in a really cool atmosphere because Camden Yards is amazing and drink a bunch of overpriced beer. Like if the cover charge at the beer garden next to Tropicana was $60, surely you'd pay it. Yeah. <laughs> I would like it better too, probably. So the one nice thing about it is that <laughs> that it's a five o'clock game. So if all goes well, it'll be over around, I don't know, eight, eight fifteen, and then the plan is Maryland Live. Probably a little before nine if all works out. And you should be meeting us there, right? I will be meeting you there. So what do you want to do at Maryland Live? When was the last time you were there? That's my first question. Yeah, I don't think I, I've been there since the last time we went together. It's been a while. So the last time we went together, I looked this up. We had already started the podcast, September 2017. Episode 57 of the podcast is a trip report from Maryland Live. And you have not been since? I don't think so. That's shocking, shocking stuff. Did we play a bunch of stadium games that time? We did. Yeah, that's the last time I went. Amazing. I won a bunch of money there, I I think. That sounds right to me. Yeah. I went back and listened so that the listeners don't have to. And we did not have kind things to say about Maryland Live. We both said we much preferred the horseshoe, which mm-hmm. is, I know is laughable in retrospect. It's not going to. It's not going to be the case yeah. now. But yes, you were very upset about sitting down at a six to five blackjack table and not realizing it was six to five because I think before that the rule in Maryland yes. was you could not the have six to five. In Maryland was that it had to be three to two with very favorable rules, and they got rid of it kind of shortly after that i remember it's always extremely crowded there i I know that too i that i remember that as well we complained a lot about not being able to get on tables i complained about not even being able able to get on machines which is insane i don't think that will be the case anymore but i don't know the jacks are better was seven five and you know i played it because i just can't help myself that's right up your alley like you said we we played stadium gaming there was 25 dollar pie gal which we couldn't get on a table so hopefully it's better than our last trip, but I don't really know what's there other than just gambling, and we're probably only going to be there for a couple hours, so I expect we're just going to yeah. be kind of hopping around from table to table. Sounds right. Well, you know, we're not going to be going and sitting at a bar and drinking. That wouldn't make any sense at all. No. You can go to the Cheesecake Factory for that. Bobby's Burger Place or <laughs> yeah. Palace or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, Bobby's. Yeah, I think it's, it's Bobby's pretty Burger. good, honestly. I've been there a few times. Let's do it. I won't be full of Boog's Barbecue <laughs> and Crab Fries. Sure. And- Crab mac and cheese hot dog from Camden Yards. So if anybody's going to be in Maryland, near whatever town Arundel Mills is in, I want to say Hanover, but I don't think that's right. It is Hanover. It's Hanover. Oh, interesting. Around 9 o'clock on Saturday, 
September 10th. We'll be there. Good luck finding us. Because uh, that is another thing. I remember it being very hard to sort of navigate that casino. It's a very weird layout. No, it's... Come on. It's an easy layout. It's like a... Nope. A, a line. Okay, fine. Yes. Very it branches confusing. out in a bunch Can't of possibly. places. Uh, no, it kind of like I mean, goes around something in the middle. It's it's easy. I have the worst sense of direction ever, so take anything I say about yeah, that. you are bad in casinos. With a grain of salt. <laughs> Everything looks the same. It's all just slot machines and tables, and they all look the same. So that's the Maryland Live Talk. Hmm. Yeah, what's going on with Atlantic City? Yeah, I, I had said I have Tropicana booked September 24th weekend. I still have it booked. I even canceled and rebooked to make it cheaper it's like 50 bucks cheaper but as i said my in-laws just had the kids for three nights and even though they're apparently absolute darlings my wife does not feel that she can go to her parents and say can you take two more nights with the kids three weeks after the last time so i'm gonna cancel that room and it makes me sad where are you moment of silence for my atlantic city trip this is again the third time we've canceled this trip but I think keep, you and I should room. figure now. See, I don't think I can go again two weeks after doing the Orioles trip. That's part of the problem. Okay. Two weeks later. But I think maybe three, maybe three weeks later. Okay. Like September Just, 30th, you October 7th. You need to give 7th. me a date and I can probably make it work. I've got some stuff on my calendar, but it's not too much. Oh, well, you've got your kid's birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the first weekend of October? Correct. Yes, that's okay. the first. So like September 30th is out. Yes. All right. All right. We'll talk about maybe the next weekend. I also, I cannot do the eighth. Oh my God. We have Disney on ice. I'm again in my, you know, restricted hell of, I have to drop the kids off before I can go somewhere. So you could, you can only go Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm assuming given that and given the fact that you can't deal with my bullshit for more than one night, that what you would prefer is a Friday to Saturday trip. Yep. Not, say, Saturday to Sunday or Friday to Sunday. I don't care. I mean, I could do any of them. I guess we could see if other people would also go a different yeah. weekend, because I know we had talked about that October 21st weekend, and everybody was just out for anything for that. Were they? It seemed like people were enthusiastic. I don't know. Well, two people said they just couldn't do that weekend at all. This, but this, we can table this talk. Yeah, we can figure it out. I don't get any comps after the 30th Friday. That's my last Friday that I get comps, but I'm assuming that we'll get to two more comps including i got an email golden nugget comps sunday through friday so only saturdays i can't get nice so in this hypothetical friday night trip i'm guessing my comps would be harrah's tropicana and golden nugget i feel like we should do a golden nugget trip yeah i need to do a golden nugget trip i agree I'd be very interested to see what kind of offers I get after actually staying at Golden Nugget, because I've never gone there for more than like an hour and a half. And, you know, I don't get any actual offers or mailers. I just get randomly an email like, nobody's coming this month. Do you want to come stay? <laughs> Hopefully I'll get another one of those in October and we can figure something out for like the 15th. The 15th is literally my child's birthday. Yes, perfect. We've nailed it. I could do the next weekend. That's my birthday. But... <laughs> Anyways, we'll figure something out. I think October has to happen. I think literally other than the first three weekends in October, where I have two, literally two of those weekends are children's birthdays, and then the third we're doing something. So, like, I'm, I'm open legitimately the rest of the year. Okay. So, I can do all of September and all of... Except not the 30th. The rest of the year. Except for the first three weekends in October. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Oh, it's all your restrictions that are messing it. <laughs> well, I won't cancel my Tropicana room just yet, but I, that yeah. seems incredibly yeah. unlikely to me. I could do that weekend. The one thing that is making me hesitate about Golden Nugget is three new restaurants at Tropicana that we obviously have to try. And we have been negligent because two of them have been open for a while. <laughs> so uh, I have some complaints with the word new. Yeah. But. <laughs> okay. Yes. Hash House A Go is replacing the buffet next to Hooters downstairs. They are world famous, I guess, for their Imperial Palace location. Yeah. They is... still have one at the link. Yeah. They have one at the plaza? Don't know. I only know of the IP location. That's where I've been. You've been to the Hash House A Go Go? Yeah. Was it amazing? It was good. Gilchrist is better. I've seen a lot of quantity over quality complaints. It's It's very big, yes. There's a lot of food. Yeah, I want to try it. This gives Tropicana, Gilchrist, Casa Taco, and Tequila, which also has good breakfast, and Hash House to go That's so much breakfast. It's a lot of breakfast. In one place, which I think is going to make my wife really want to go to Tropicana. And two Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Which, which also, you know, doesn't matter because we're never actually going to go. We'll schedule like 10 more times, but we're, we're never going to go. Also, they are getting a new Japanese tavern. And by getting, I mean, they've long since gotten, it's been open since like early yes. July. There's a video from Go to Whitney. Let me YouTube. tell you, I've looked at the video. There is nothing new about it. It is 100% Okacha. I mean, it makes sense. It's a Japanese tavern. Just fill it in. The food, Use the like space. they did, they did, they legitimately did not change a single thing in that restaurant because <laughs> I've been to Okacha. It is not different. So is that a pro um, or a con? It's fine, but it's not a new <laughs> restaurant. I like the PR speak, which also just describes Okacha. Right. <laughs> so on the website, it says, in a dimly lit Japanese back alley inspired space, Osu, I'm guessing? Yeah, I think it's Osu. Transports you to Japan for an experience promising flavor and fun. Immediately sound surrounded by graphic murals and illuminated street signs, you'll feel all the chaos and beauty of Tokyo. So you don't ever need to go to Tokyo. Because That's true. You've been to Okacha, crossed yeah. out Osu. <laughs> That'd be great if there's still just like the signs. That's what Bart would do. So do you still have to go in through like the candy wall? That's my real question. I'm sure the answer is yes, but... Could you actually buy the candy? At the candy no, store? it was fake. What? Oh, that's no fun. And then there's another place that also opened sometime in July. <laughs> Wild Honey Smokehouse and Tavern in the old Rira space in the quarter. So it's upstairs in the quarter. We've been there. Mm -hmm. Rira, that is not the Wild Honey. Yes. This one, if you want to see the video, you got to go to New York, N-U space. Y-A-W-K. And similar, Jeff from New York said, same furniture, same bar. Very different menu, though. And the one thing that stood out to me is that they have a donut of the day. So I have to go, because I like donuts. <laughs> Fair. What if it's toasted coconut donuts? It could be. You'll have to go every day to yeah. see if they ever have it. What if the donut of the day just never changes? It's always just, like, glazed. Oh. Well, glazed is good, but you just, you wouldn't know. They claim it's Atlantic City's only true barbecue restaurant. I doubt that. I can't think of another one off the top of my head. Yeah, I can't either. Come on, tell me you wouldn't dig on some ribs, mac and cheese, and an ice cold beer right now. 
there's like soul food, but uh, it's not barbecue. It's a slightly different flavor. Water Dog has barbecue, but it's sort of this weird breakfast barbecue, lots of stuff. Mm, could be. So that's the Tropicana stuff. Yeah. So at Caesars, Hell's Kitchen, uh, the reservation system is up as of September 2nd, but it claims it's fully booked until October. So well, who knows? I checked and I found it to be fully booked until October. I think yeah. it's supposed to open in late September. Right. Any reservations, even in October, late in October, as far out as you can go. It's like you can come at 10 p.m. I guess people want to go to Hell's Kitchen because there are not many reservations available. Or it's fake. Maybe. That will open it up later. Yeah, maybe people want to go to Hell's Kitchen. Who knows? I think it's probably going to be very popular. I want to know if they take the Diamond Celebration Dinner. I also want to know if Wild probably? Honey Smokehouse and Tavern takes the Di- Diamond Celebration Dinner. That uh, Maybe not. That could be two to one. Mm, we'll have to find these things out. I, I don't really have any interest in going to Hell's Kitchen, I have to say. It also seems weird to me that at Caesars... They now have the Gordon Ramsay Pub and Grill, the Hell's Kitchen, both of which are like, we've got the whatever it's called. I was going to say Yorkshire Pudding, but that's not it. Wellington? Beef Wellington, not Yorkshire Pudding. Come on. They both advertise the Beef Wellington, but it's like you can get this at two places in the same casino. It's ridiculous. I'm sure it's going to do absolute gangbusters and sell so many t-shirts, which I think is what it's really there to do. Mm -hmm. No big thoughts about Gordon Ramsay? None. He would be cussing at you right now. It's fine. I'm sure it will be fine. I'm sure the food will be good, but I'm sure it won't be worth the price. That's my prediction. I see. Should we get out of Atlantic City and talk about Vegas? Because this is a Vegas podcast. Yeah. So Bally's Corporation, previously known as Twin Rivers Holden, is close to completing its $308 million purchase of Tropicana Las Vegas. It sounds like they're probably going to end up renaming the property once they buy it. And as this is going on, Old Bally's Las Vegas is becoming the horseshoe because they bought the name Bally's, obviously, when they bought Bally's yeah. Atlantic City. <laughs> Any more thoughts on this? I know Tropicana's been there for a long time. It's always been called the Tropicana. I went in it once ever, I think, and I don't know if I've ever gambled there. And it was pretty underwhelming then, but it was a very long time ago. I don't think I've ever walked in it. I've stayed at the MGM Grand and stared at it. It's very white. It's It was extremely white, yes. The pictures they had in the article that I'll link to made it look like it's extremely empty, while everything mm-hmm. else in a, in Las Vegas is extraordinarily crowded. So that seems not great. Do you know what was next door to it, though? The Hooters Casino. Oh, yes, which is now the Oyo. I have no idea. No one should ever go to Hooters, even though I feel like one of the times we went to Vegas, all of our idiot friends wanted to just spend their whole lives at the Hooters Casino. I definitely have a Hooters Casino card. The talk is that they're going to redevelop it, whatever that means. If that means totally knock it down and redo it. It probably needs it. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. They said that they're going to run it as is for the next 12 months. So probably just looks exactly the same, maybe not even renamed. And then at some point figure out what they're going to do while they try to line up funding and partnerships, they said. So... Who knows? I mean, this was actually announced in like April of 2021, and it's only finally going through now. (laughs) So hopefully we didn't already talk about it. My question for you is, Bally's will now have Atlantic City, Vegas, surely one of the nicest casinos in Vegas once all is said and done, Blackhawk, Colorado, Biloxi, Lake Tahoe. They're building some ridiculously large thing in Chicago. They already have something in Kansas City. Is this enticing to you at all? A little bit. Not a ton. I mean, here's the thing. I already get comps at 
pretty much all the MGM and all the Caesars properties, depending on date exactly, because I've, I've been looking at, at Vegas and a lot of dates I've got, you know, even Aria and Bellagio comped. So it's not a bad thing. Let's put it that way. I mean, it does raise their status a little bit. Do I want to run there and put a bunch of play there next time <laughs> I go to Atlantic City? No, not really. But I just don't want to play a lot at Bally's and that's the main problem. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with the Vegas property or what the plans are. I still have not opened an account at the new Bally's in Atlantic City. Yeah, I mean, I think for you, it might make more sense given you don't really have great comps anywhere else. Yeah, so I don't get comps at any CET properties pretty much ever in Vegas. I get very few at MGM. I used to get really good deals at MGM, and then I actually went and stayed there. And then they were like, oh, yeah, we remember you. So uh, I don't get much really anywhere in Vegas. So I'd be interested in that. I'm also very interested in Blackhawk, even though I know that I'll never end up going there. I mean, flights are very cheap. It looks like an extremely cool town, and there's, like, another casino town right down the street. Yep. I've never been. I can't imagine that we would ever end up making that trip when I can't even be bothered to go to, like, Mohegan Sun. I'd love to go to Denver or whatever. We should do it. Denver, Jason? Let's plan it. All right. Do it. (laughs) It's, like, an hour and 15 minutes from Denver Airport. I don't know. I'm in. There's probably other cool stuff to do around there. I agree. So I'm interested to see. I mean, Lake Tahoe, apparently people like, although I can't imagine I would ever fly out to Lake Tahoe and then not just go to Vegas. It's like, oh, it'd be fun to go to Reno. Like, Reno looks neat. I'm never going to fly to Reno. Get out of here. I'll go to Reno sometime. I mean, I have been to Reno and Carson City and Lake Tahoe, but... I've been to Reno, but I was underage, so it doesn't count. So I don't know. I'm, yeah, like you said, I'm more interested in going to Bally's, I think, than you are. Mm-hmm. But part of that is also that I'm I'm interested to go to Bally's and play and see what I get in Atlantic City, even because I'm not getting right. like amazing comps in Atlantic City right now. So at some point I have to do that. Do you know what other property has properties in AC in Vegas? Golden Nugget. Do they cross over at all? I think so. In terms of comps, if you want to stay downtown, I would like to stay downtown. Golden Nugget downtown is like very expensive though, so I doubt that they're going to give me many comps. They do email me about forty-two times a day, but never with comps. Hmm. So that's the new stuff. A lot of the stuff yeah. is not actually new. We're just catching up. We're way behind on everything. <laughs> Much like we're way behind on the profit data. Yeah. So <laughs> Q2 EBITDA, this is pulled from a Wayne Perry article. This state division of gaming enforcement reported the casinos and online affiliates posted a gross operating profit of $183.6 million in April, May, and June of this year. Down from $185.1 million a year earlier. So down... Two million, uh, yes. one and a half million dollars. That's a direct quote from the Wayne Perry article, by the way. Yes. Almost 1%. Are you terrified? Do you think that Atlantic City is ruined? I mean, I bet it's up a lot from April, May, and June of 2020, <laughs> though. That's true. Uh, no, I'm not terrified at all. We should probably qualify it by saying that we've always been sort of like revenue over profit. Like lots yep. of things affect profit that don't really have anything to do with the health of Atlantic City. <laughs> I mean, for one thing, the chairman of the Casino Control Commission said that investments in improving properties brought down the profit numbers mm-hmm. if you want to have high profits you invest nothing Correct. and you lay off all your workers if you want to have low profits you pay people and put money into the property as we learned from the cet extravaganza that went on for 10 years <laughs> you could make a lot of money if you do literal nothing on your property until people get pissed and stop going but it takes a while and i think we're finally seeing that <laughs> And we're seeing it. And now, and now their their new rooms are pretty nice. Was there anything that you saw in the data that you thought was worth bringing up? 
no, not really. I mean, I've also worked a bunch, and maybe we'll talk a bit more about it next time. I've I finally put together all of the data from 2021, sort of seven months too late, <laughs> which we we can get into. But uh, no, nothing really stood out to me. It doesn't look like the sort of place that needs a huge tax break. Like, that's kind of what stood out to me, but what do I know? Yeah, I don't understand that. I know that they're going to say that, oh, you know, profit's flat, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. There are some other th- indicators in this data, like in the report, that I found sort of interesting if you really want to get into the weeds. So it also includes average nightly room rates per occupied room. So the average nightly room rate was up $13 to 171 uh, up from 158 in 2021. Everyone was up in that regard except Hard Rock and Tropicana, who were actually just barely down. They reached down a little over $3. Occupancy rates... 77.4% up from 70% in 2021. Lots of casinos were down, though. Uh, resorts was down 7%. Ocean was down 3.4%, but it was in the 90s, so that's crazy. Ocean just does not have enough rooms, I think, for <laughs> uh, how big that casino is. Caesars was in the mid-80s, but down less than a percent. Golden Nugget, flat but flat at 57.6%. So that was really interesting to me. More than the changes, I think what was really interesting to me was to see Ocean over 90%, Caesars, who we consider like not doing great, in the 80s. Golden Nugget, 57.6%. No one else is under 70% occupancy, and Golden Nugget is under 60 <laughs> That just seems really bad. Uh, it also shows why I'm getting Sunday through Friday, despite having barely played there at all. So some of that data I found interesting. I don't think it tells you so much beyond what the revenue tells you. I mean, I do think that the like room rates and the occupancy rates are maybe more interesting than just the pure profit numbers, but I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about this, so. No, I don't have too much. We can move on. Thank you guys very much. If you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Remember, if you like the Bruce Springsteen version of Atlantic <laughs> City, buy a 4XL shirt from twoforawin.com. And if you like the band version, buy an XL shirt. Also, find all of our great content. Uh, reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig questions to do for a win at gmail.com. And he will not read them on air and save them for next episode. Yeah, this episode was too long already. Yep. I have some final Boardwalk Empire thoughts. You thought you were done with this. I, I did. I did. Do you have any follow-up thoughts? Uh, I don't. Really, I just want to pitch a question to you. Sure. We both really did not like season three, the Jip Rossetti season. It was the worst season. Knowing how the show ended and all the important players and relationships and everything, could they have just taken out season three entirely? Or could you go back and watch it and just watch season one, season two, skip season three, and then watch season four and season five and have a more enjoyable, concise experience than watching all five seasons? And, you know, I'm cheating a little bit by looking ahead to your notes. <laughs> there are some plot things that you would have to kind of put in elsewhere, but I don't think you really lose anything major by cutting out season three. I think it would be a much better show without it. I agree. Yeah, I mean, you'd lose Jillian killing Roger, which I think you need. You'd lose Harrow grabbing Tommy out of the house and killing everyone. And the Nucky Rothstein falling out, which I don't, I think, you know, it jumps so far ahead in the last season anyway. If you have not watched the series... And also not listen to us recap everything already. <laughs> I would suggest watching season one, season two, just reading the cliff notes of season three, and then watching season four and season five. I bet it would be a way better show.
I don't disagree. I, I think season three was definitely not great. I will say that Mark from You Can Bet on That watched along the entire way with us. So at least one person did. And mm-hmm. he asked us on Twitter, what is the next thing that we're going to watch? I mean, there's a couple movies I think we need to do, but like I said, I need I need a little more time, I think. Yeah. Mental recuperation time. We have to read a full book every episode? I read, uh, whatever, The Caesar's Palace Coup, like I said. It was yeah. very interesting. Uh, there, he mentioned the show Outmatched that starred Jason Biggs, set in Atlantic City. Very little talk about Atlantic City, except that his the, the wife in the show, the mom, was a dealer at an Atlantic City casino. Do you know who else was a dealer at an Atlantic City casino? Susan Sarandon. <laughs> oh, yes, true. <laughs> so, only lasted 10 episodes. I actually watched a few episodes of that while it was airing, and I thought it had potential, but never really got anywhere. Oh, you know what we could do to keep us busy for the next 100 episodes or whatever? Just watch the full Miss America from every year and review each one. Oh my god, let's do it. No. <laughs> I can think of nothing that you would hate more. No, that would be, yes, the worst thing I could ever imagine. There's probably a lot of, like, really funny shit in, like, really early Miss yeah, America. Yeah, I mean, it, like, wouldn't be without any redeeming qualities to watch, like, some 1922 Miss America or something. But, yeah, no. Anything after, like, 1970 would just be the worst. I expect, especially, like, the 1970s and early 80s when they took it super seriously. I don't know, like, acted like they were doing God's work. Like, that would probably yeah, be as bad be, as it possibly got. I mean, it'd be amusing, just knowing what you know with the, whatever, Vanessa Williams year or whatever. Yeah. But... I don't know if that, I mean, I wasn't alive in the 70s, I don't know if, but that was always my perception of, like, Miss America before I was born. Yeah. I mean, and certainly my perception was, like, the Vanessa Williams stuff was, like, a legitimately, like, huge deal in society when it happened or whatever. Yeah. So that's the plan. Good. All right. We've done it. We'll talk about when we're going to Atlantic City. (laughs) Never. The 23rd. Yeah. All right, two weeks from now, we'll have a trip report because... Oh, no, sorry, two weeks from now will be trip planning, and then the next episode will be a trip report. Perfect. Well, it'll be a trip report from Maryland Live two weeks from now. That's true. All right, well, thank you guys very much for listening, and have a good one. I, I did watch another episode of Wonder Woman on HBO. Oh, the hilarious thing. I have HBO Max now. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as we finished. Literally, I, well, we had it, but I didn't, I hadn't set it up on the TV yet. So I could have watched the last episode on HBO Max. And I was like, no, oh. I've watched 55 episodes illegally. Or, well, I don't know. 54 probably. Cause we watched mm-hmm. like two on Amazon. <laughs> it was, yeah, like the first three were on Amazon. And then they, I was like, no, it's gotta be one, two, three movies or whatever I was watching. Yeah. Couch surfer. Yeah.